Welcome to Tuscan Radio, everybody. My name is Drew Gretsch, and today, um, we're just talking about Kenobi. <laughs> we're just talking about Kenobi. We have a whole lot of Kenobi news to break down. We got that. We have that glorious trailer that dropped uh, the other day, uh, and so many images from Entertainment Weekly to talk about. We have our first look at Darth Vader. Our first look at Darth Vader in this new series. Um, <laughs> it looks great. It looks so, so, so great. So, uh, we're only going to start off with, like, one little piece here of, like, non-Kenobi news. And that is that it's being reported that um, in The Mandalorian Season 3, the... Uh, well... IG-11 is coming back and he's going to be sort of like a Hulkbuster for little baby Grogu. So we'll talk about that more next week, I think, but just cause like this, we, we just want to talk about Kenobi. We just want to talk about Kenobi. So here, as we get into the news, I don't actually have the art, the, um, magazine in hand for this issue of entertainment weekly. I'm, I'm going to get it though. I'm going to get it because it is the final, um, print issue of entertainment weekly ever because they're going to just digital so this is the final issue of entertainment weekly to ever be printed and it's star wars that's pretty awesome so i'm reading this all off of starwars.com so this week entertainment weekly pulled back the curtain on the highly anticipated limited series coming to disney plus on may 25th with an exclusive cover story so days to may 25th how, how let's just see how far away we are 75 days away. 75 days days away from this show premiering. Um, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It, it's going to be so, so awesome. So, um, we have this image right here. I'm sure you guys have seen this this poster. Not po- poster, the, the cover of the magazine. Where it just is just Ewan. And oh my god, like... It doesn't look like it's been 10 years. It looks like it's been maybe five years since the events of Revenge of the Seth. I I love his, I, I love his clothes. I love his clothes. Like, I, I wonder if this is like, if he's only wearing the innermost layer of his um, Jedi robe. Like, I wonder if that's all he's wearing here. So that could be cool. Uh, I don't, we don't really quite know what planet this is, because see some clouds. Uh, we, we do, of course, have these two twin suns here. Uh, we got some sand. We got something else in the background. I'm not quite sure what that is, though. But, yeah, I, I think a big thing in this series is gonna, it's going to explain why Obi-Wan looks so old in A New Hope. You know, I, I, other than, you know, the fact that the sands of Tatooine age you significantly, so... Um, StarWars.com says, The landmark issue, EW's final print edition before the long-running magazine goes all digital, features Ewan McGregor's beloved and gorgeous and gloriously bearded Obi-Wan on the cover while revealing tons of new photos, characters, and story details. Here's some of the many highlights from any point of view. So you have this one beautiful shot here. This And this is the one that intrigued... This is one of the ones that intrigued me the most. This one of Obi-Wan 
in a cave on Tatooine, just trying to sleep. I'm assuming this is at night. I mean, it has to be. I feel like he'd be out somewhere during the day, but yeah, like I, I wonder if this. So just here's what the um here's what it says. It says in an in-depth interview with Dalton Ross, McGregor recounted seeing Darth Vader turn up on the Obi Wan Kenobi set for the first time. The ultimate embrace of the prequels by younger fans. Oh, so this is about the next one. But, uh, this picture right here, like, I wonder, like, what's going on right here? Like, I wonder if maybe this is the scene where Qui-Gon shows up. Like, I, I think we're all expecting that Qui-Gon's gonna be in this show. I, I, I feel like we're all expecting that Qui-Gon will be a part of the Kenobi series in some, in some form. You know, I, I feel like you, you could get Liam Neeson for two or three days at, at the most to come to set. Pay him a couple million dollars, you know? So, yeah, this picture really do, does intrigue me quite a bit. So, next caption. In an in-depth interview with Dalton Ross, McGregor recounted seeing Darth Vader turn up on the Kenobi set for the first time. The ultimate embrace of the prequels by younger fans and his Jedi Master's current state at this point in the timeline, about 10 years after the events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. He's a broken man after what happened with Jedi Order at the end of Episode 3, but also what happened with Anakin, that he lost him to the dark side, McGregor said. He feels an enormous amount of responsibility for that, and guilt. New photos depict Obi-Wan with an EOP creature looking cautiously and, si- and, lo- and sitting silently in the cave. So then... Then we get into this first look at Darth Vader. We have a first look at Vader... He, he, he looks awesome. He looks awesome. Like, we don't see his face or anything. And by his face, I mean Vader's face. Like, we don't see the Vader mask all that clearly. But this looks a lot like the Vader we saw in Rogue One. And that intrigues me a lot. That intrigues me a lot. And I think there is no question about it. There is no question whatsoever. We will see Hayden's face in this show as Anakin Skywalker. There is no question whatsoever about that to me you're no no doubt we, we will see anakin skywalker in the show ew also prevents our fir- also presents our first look at darth vader emerging from his meditation chamber it's a haunting image complete with star wars the empire strikes back vibes as the sith lord is almost entirely in silhouette his shadow is cast across so much of what we do series writer joby harold says teased and the degree of his proximity to that shadow is something that we'll discover but he's very much a part of the show emotionally for Obi-Wan and possibly beyond as well. We're going to see a very powerful Vader, promised Hayden Christensen, returning to the role for the first time since 2005's Revenge of the Sith. The whole experience was very surreal, Christensen said of donning Vader's armor once more, yet reuniting with McGregor held especially strong meaning. The first time that I saw you in as Obi-Wan again, that was a very special moment for me. And one that I'll remember for a very, very long time. Um, and and that, that, that quote right there, that quote to me is so special. Because we're hearing right now just all of these, these interviews from like Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire talking about like, you know, like working with the other Spider-Man for the first time on No Way Home. Like how insane and surreal it was. This is different. This is different, because, like, 
Star Wars wise, for my generation, this is our no way home. This is like seeing Ewan back as Obi-Wan, seeing Hayden back as as Anakin, back as Vader. Something we never really thought we were going to get. Like truly, we never thought we would ever get this. And these guys were friends. These guys were friends 20 years ago. And they're they're reuniting. They're reuniting. They had to tell this next chapter in galactic history. And I really love that prospect. And I'm so excited for it. Uh, some new baddies will be joining Christensen, however. So we get this really cool look at um, at Moses Ingram's new character, uh, Riva. A brand new Inquisitor. Uh, Ingram says, Riva is a boss. I mean, like... I mean, really like a full-on athlete. She's on a mission and will conquer that at all costs when given the opportunity. Additionally, Ingram played a key role in finalizing the hair of Riva and for an important reason. I wanted kids to have their very own hair at Halloween. And that's huge if if you look at all the black kids with the kinky hair, Ingram said. When they want to be Elsa, they got to put on a blonde wig. Now they're going to now there are so many kids that will be able to wear their hair at Halloween. That's going to be really exciting. New photos show Riva clad in black, stalking the streets and ready for battle. That's a really great point. And it's something that never occurs to me. It never occurs to me because there are so many, like, white males with brown hair. That could be for Halloween. You know? And I just... The, the thought of, like, you don't have to put on a wig for Halloween this year. The thought of that br- brings tears to my eyes. And I don't know if it should or not. I feel like it should. I, I, I feel like it should. So, I love this. I love this. Something I never thought about. I never thought about it. So, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Like, that alone makes me really excited to see this character in action. It, it truly does. It truly does. Uh, we have some even more amazing uh, pictures from the Kenobi series to uh, talk about. So, there's this one right here on Tatooine. Here's Kenobi and his poncho. Because, you know... Jedi in hiding, they have to wear ponchos. You know, um, Luke Skywalker, um, Cal Kestis, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they all wear ponchos. Ahsoka Tano, even though she's technically not a Jedi, but when Jedi go into hiding, they wear ponchos. Uh, but we have a picture here of Obi-Wan feeding an Eopi, which looks pretty cool. Not that, not the most intriguing, but it's just really great to see uh, Ewan's face. It's great to see Ewan's face. Here's one that's pretty interesting to me. Um, Obi-Wan has his hood up. Um, there's, like, something red in the background there. I, I wonder what the... Like, this doesn't look like Tatooine. This looks like this new planet. I think it's called Duya? Duya? But, yeah, that... That looks cool. That looks really cool. Uh, the next image here is o- Obi-Wan... I believe this is most likely Tatooine here. Um, he's just hiding, looks like, what his, his watchful eye. Yeah, I have an, an, another picture here of, um, of Riva uh, standing in a Tatooine market, which looks looks cool. I, I'm, I, this is something I'll talk about more in the trailer. 
the show seems kind of small. It seems kind of small. Although I I think they're probably hiding a lot from us. Like I think everything we're seeing in these images and in the trailer is in the first two episodes. So then, like the the last four will be complete surprise. Like I that that's what I hope at least. Um, and this last image here is my favorite, and it has nothing to do with Obi Wan even. It's just it's just Riva and Owen Lars. He just is like y- you're not taking Luke. At least that that's what I'm. That's at least what I'm assuming here. It's at least what I'm assuming is going on is that maybe she senses like something with with Luke Skywalker, and she wants Luke, and Owen's like, yeah, no, no, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, this this is really exciting to me. Like I love that, uh, that Joel Edgerton is back as um as uncle owen and oh god what's the the name of the actress that plays uh brew in the prequels oh god uh bonnie pierce yeah i'm really glad that edgerton and pierce are back as uh uncle owen and aunt brew <laughs> like they're awesome and you don't see a, a whole lot of that in the films so I'm really glad like we're gonna be seeing it in uh in this series. So that's all the pictures, really. It's all the pictures. Um let's just get into this trailer. So if you've not seen the trailer, how? How have you not seen this trailer yet? I'm gonna play it here and then we're gonna we're gonna go frame by frame. So here it is. Enjoy the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. The teaser trailer, I should say. So all I'm gonna say I, I'm you know, 
I'm gonna say the same thing I, I said about the, um, the Super Bowl trailer for Doctor Strange 2 over on in the normal podcast. Say the same thing I said about that. If that's in the trailer, imagine what's in the movie. And in, in, in this case, show. In this case, show. But if that's the, tra- if that's what's in the trailer, like, we see the, like, they already showed us, like, because they, they've been keeping, like, these, um, these live-action debuts of animated characters under wraps, like, you know, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, and, um, in Mandalorian Season 2, and then Cad Bane in Book of Fat. Like, they, they kept those secret. But no, they're like, here's the Grand Inquisitor, and here's the Fifth Brother. Which, yeah, that, that, that was, uh, Sun King from the, uh, Fast and Furious films. Uh, because I know that... <laughs> Excuse me, because I, I I know that um that was a rumor that was going that was going around that he's playing the fifth brother and that's clearly evident by this um by this teaser. So yeah, we're just gonna go frame by frame here. We have this beautiful shot of these like rocks, these little rocks on or these 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 pebbles on on the rock on Tatooine. And we, we fade out, fade in on a figure in the distance riding an EOP. It's like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Love that. Get a great shot here of um of Obi-Wan walking the EOP through. I believe this is... Uh, this should be Moss Eisley. This should be Moss Eisley because... We, I, I think we have the sense like... Moss Eisley. No, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, distance between Moss Eisley and Moss Espa. So how did the Rancor get there? Moss Eisley and Moss Espa. So about 85 miles. Um, it's about 85 miles between these two cities. So, I I feeling that Lu- that he's really not gonna be moving out that far. So yeah, I I would say this is Moss Eisley. This is Moss Eisley. So he's walking them through town here. I have this great shot here of, of him working. It's like, yeah, he has to, he has to eat. Is he like, what if this is the first four episodes? Is this just oh, 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 Obi Wan working? Episode five is where everything happens, and, and episode six is an episode of the Mandalorian. <laughs> Would you be surprised though? Like, I, I, I think it's such a disservice to put the Mandalorian in this show. Like, even a, like, I don't want. Like obviously, the show is a is a prequel. Obviously, it sets up future events in the original trilogy. But I want it to be very standalone. I don't want this show to like deliberately like set up Andor. I don't want this show to like deliberately set up some other series. Like I want this show to be super standalone. And I feel like it's gonna be a lot. Of, 
a, a lot like Logan. It's going to be a lot like Wolverine 3. So, I, I think that could be really cool. He's more of oh, Obi-Wan on the OP. Wrapped in the desert. Kenobi. He's sitting alone. Oh, get the, this shot through the Binox. Oh, man. There's a tiny little Luke Skywalker. Tiny little Luke. And he's he's got the uh, Anakin, like, pod racing goggles on. He's trying to pod race. Like, I love that. And there's, like, at, at this point, yeah, he is... He is about the same age that Anakin was during that... Um, during the Phantom Menace. He's, he, he's, he's 10 years old now. Anakin was 9 in that movie. So, he's the same age. And I just can't wait to see, like, all the stuff on Twitter. Like, when we actually see, like, the 10-year-old Luke Skywalker's face. And everyone's like... Anakin at age 9... Luke at age 10. Like, you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. And the Tuscan Radio Twitter account will probably engage in some of it. But our, we got our first good look at his face here. It's, it's awesome. This great, great right here. I, oh my god, that's awesome. We get to hear Korra Radama. Duel of the Fates. Because Duel of the Fates gets everyone hyped. It gets everyone hyped. Don't even lie. So yeah, so we clearly see that we're leaving Tatooine. As we see an Inquisitor, an Inquisitor ship heading towards the planet. I don't think that we know quite yet what this planet is. Um, we have a shot here of some Inquisitors. Oh, well, no, no, so this next shot right here is the Grand Inquisitor. But you can look over to his left here, and you can see Sung Kang as, as the fifth brother. That, that it, like, let's see who, now, now that we have this trailer, if we know who's, exactly who's playing who. Yes, that is Rupert Friend as the Grand Inquisitor. Um... Yeah, that that's Sun Kang as uh, the, fifth, the fifth brother. So for those of you who don't know who some of these characters are, I would implore you to go watch Rebels before this show. Like, go watch Rebels. I mean, I mean, but you gotta see Clone Wars first. So you haven't seen Clone Wars? Go see Clone Wars. It's like, Star Wars TV now is like, it. it's not like how it's just the animated things that interact and just live action things that interact. No, they're they all interact together to make this feel like a cohesive universe. And I, I love that. So some people were like, the Grand Inquisitor duh, doesn't look all that good. Which, it's like Cad Bane. I think you're overstepping a bit. But like, we have the model for how the Grand Inquisitor should look. Because we've seen this species before in live action. Because we, we, we saw that species in, um, in, uh, Revenge of the Sith. We saw them in that movie. And now, like, look, this is clearly for budget. 
This is clearly for rich because people like to say these are movie quality. No, no, they're not. No, they are not. Well, do we know what exactly the budget is for this uh, show? I'm I'm looking up to see if we actually know. Uh, it looks like the the only report we have is from over two years ago, and it's saying like, well, this was saying it was it's eight episodes. We know it's it's actually six. Um, it was saying like twenty five million an episode. I'd say it's a bit more. Honestly, I, I I'd say it's probably the season budget is probably on par with what we saw for the first few seasons of The Mandalorian and for the Book of Boba Fett. And honestly, though, for, for people saying that, like, Book of Boba Fett was bad, why should this be good? Book of Boba Fett was super rushed. And I don't mean story-wise. I mean, like, the production process. The show was rushed. Right? Like, we've... That, that show was announced a year before it came out. It was just a year. This show... As, as a show, we, we first heard about it about two and a half years ago. Been almost three years by the time it comes out. But but before that, and that's just the official announcement. Like, the, they could have been developing the show for a while but beforehand. But don't forget, this was also a film. This was going to be a film first, and now it's a series. Which, I'm, we'll, when we see the show... I think we'll know if, like, they actually, like, did some restructuring of the film script to make it that for a, a television series, or if the, sh or if it's just, like, here are some extra scenes to give us a six-hour runtime. We'll know when we see these the series. I, I really believe that we should all go into this show with um just being cautiously optimistic i think we should all be very cautiously optimistic regarding this series because i i don't think any of us can afford to be d disappointed by the show i feel like for a lot of us like th this is not my most anticipated star wars series this is my number three this is my number three uh the first one being the acolyte number two being ahsoka and this falling closely behind so, yeah, just let's not be disappointed. Well, we're going to be d disappointed because anyway, we're Star Wars fans, but let's just like, let's just not say this show is, is Emmy worthy until we see all six episodes. Just, that's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. But yeah, uh, I don't really love the, um, the look of the Grand Inquisitor here. I don't love the look of it. Um, it's fine. We'll get used to it. But I I, I would expect more from Disney. Especially because they already have the model. Uh, so we have this pretty cool shot here. So this looks... So this right here does look to be Moss Espa. This is clearly still Tatooine. Uh, Obi-Wan's on this cool train-looking thing. I wonder what this is. Like, I wonder why he's going there. Like, is this... Does he need a mission? Is this, um... 
is something else. Like, we, we've heard rumors that, like, the big, like, catalyst for this show is going to be, like, Princess Leia gets gets captured. So it's, like, the only thing that could bring Obi-Wan out of hiding is, you know, having to go protect Leia. You know, I I feel like that is the big thing there. So... Honestly, like, I'm just, like, I'm still in disbelief that we have this trailer. And the trailer's been out for over 24 hours. And I'm still in disbelief that this trailer dropped. So. So we have this really cool shot here. Like, you know what I I think this planet is? Where the the Inquisitors are meeting? I think this is the planet Nur. From Fallen Order. That's what I think this is. Because, like, the outside, it looks to be more oceanic, you know? And we know from the game that that's where the Inquisitors were meeting. So, yeah, that's what I think this planet is at. I think this is Nur. I think this is Nur, and that would be so, so cool, like, to actually see. It's like, we saw that little BD droid in the Book of Boba Fett. But to see, like, an actual, like, location from the game, and maybe they'll reference some of the events from the game, I think that could be awesome. I think that could be awesome. It's, it's been about four years. No, it, it's been five years uh, since Cal Cassis and Darth Vader had their fight there. What if we see Cal in this show? What if we see Cal? I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm going to predict it. I'm going to predict it, because... I'd rather say it than not say it, in case it's true. So here we go. This shows us it's gonna be some dark Star Wars because we cut back to back to Tatooine, and um, someone's hanging. It's like, oh my god. No, I don't think this is an actual hanging because, like, I think this is an Inquisitor who's like used the Force or something. I don't think they're. I don't think they'll show us, like, an actual hanging in Star Wars. Someone's now going to pull up how someone got hanged in Clone Wars. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't think someone's actually being hanged here. But that, but that is what this is supposed to look like. Absolutely. Reva looks all menacing as she turns to Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen ponders something intently. So he, he, here we go on this uh this really cool uh Duya planet, which Deborah Chow I think is the one who said that they really like styled this new planet after Hong Kong, and you can totally see it. You can totally see it. Um, it just like has a very like Southeast Asian feel. And I love, like, I always love in movies where they go to Southeast Asia. Like, I I think it's such a cool, I don't want to say unique location, because I feel like it's in a lot of places now. Like, it's in a lot of movies, so I don't want to call it unique. But I always feel like it brings something different to the table, which I really do appreciate. So I, I love what we're going to see in Star Wars. It, it Like, maybe it'll feel like... um. Like the Undercity of Coruscant. I, th- I think that could be cool. 
So we have Riva here gazing out over the city. The Inquisitor ship lands on Tatooine. We see, um, is this, I, I believe this is Indira Varma. She's playing, um, right? I, I think so. But yeah, she's playing a, um, uh, clearly an, an Imperial officer. So, yeah, I wonder what her deal is going to be. If she's going to be, like, a main part of the show or not a main part of the show. Like, that's the big thing. Is she going to be a big part or not a big part? We will find out. Yeah, uh, IMDb is confirming that it is indeed Indira Varma. Uh, we have this new Inquisitor who... Let's see if we can predict who's playing her. Just going to, um... Could be Simone Castle, could be Maya Erskine. We, we never really get a, a good look at her face, so it, it's hard to tell who who's playing her. But then, you know, Obi Wan just hiding out here uh, behind some other pedestrians. This cool droid right here talking to a stormtrooper. I love, like, the classic Imperial Stormtroopers. We didn't see any of them in Book of Boba Fett. We didn't see any Stormtroopers in that show. I'm not complaining about it. I just would have liked to see some Stormtroopers. I don't know. It's fine, though. I, I don't care that much. Um, but, yeah, but we're going to be seeing a lot more Stormtroopers this year because we got Kenobi. We got Andor. We got The Mandalorian Season 3 this year. We got um, Season 2 The Bad Batch as well. So, yeah, a whole lot of stormtroopers this year. Riva jumps over a thing. Now, these two shots right here, I don't believe they'd be connected. Like, these two shots are not connected. I think they're probably in the same sequence. But this is not shot two if this is shot one. Like, because you, you don't see this uh, this spire thing. You just don't see it. So these are clearly different scenes, at least. Like, same sequence, I think, but different scenes. Cool Jedi jump. Here we go. Seeing uh, Grand Inquisitor spin his lightsaber, which is cool. Um, I really hope we don't see them fly. I really hope we don't see them fly. That was that that was my least favorite part of Rebels. And I really liked Rebels. But that was the dumbest part of Rebels. And I think if Vaughn made like a really funny joke um on the podcast when we were reviewing those episodes like 2 years ago. Because we do have because we do have reviews for all Rebels. Up, uh, they're not episode by episode, but they are like, here's all of season one episode. Here we broke up season two into two parts. Broke up season three into two parts. Season four is, I believe, is all one. I believe that it's all one. But I don't want to see the Inquisitors fly. Now I wonder whose head this is. 
I saw one theory that this is like the, the two main theories I'm seeing toss around is that this is the back of Tim Morrison's head. So we're seeing a clone trooper here, whether it's it's Rex, whether it's uh, Cody, or it could be Mace Windu. I wouldn't rule that out. I would not rule that out. I haven't heard anything I can't say for certain. Like, I don't know all that much about the show. But, oh man. Like, if this is Mace Windu, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be really awesome if, like, we got to see Mace Windu pop up here. I'd, I'd love that. Between Darkness... So yeah, so here's this really great shot of um of Sung Kang leading this squad of stormtroopers through the uh the bustling streets of Duya Doya. Got some actual space in Star Wars. Isn't that crazy how like sometimes like we'll go a couple of shows without seeing space? And then we see space. No, it, it's just Boba Fett that really didn't have all that much space in it. And I don't think the show's gonna have a lot of space. Like, I feel like Star Wars is more of like an on land thing. And honestly, you know what? I, I'm gonna say it. I miss the war part of Star Wars. And that's why I'm glad they're they're doing Andor because Andor is gonna show us that like actual war. You know, like this is not a war in this show. Mandalorian's not a war. Boba Fett tried to have a war, but it didn't. It was because Boba's army was way too small. Um. So yeah, so here's Reva. I believe this is Uncle Owen. But yeah, but she's um. But here's the thing. Here's why it might not be Uncle Owen because Uncle Owen shows up in a new hope, which means he doesn't die right here. Which, which leads me to believe that maybe it's not Uncle Owen. <laughs> this guy's probably about to die. Between darkness and defeat. We see um, a hand. I, I, believe this is, I believe this is an Inquisitor hand. Uh, touching some ancient Jedi uh, ruins. I believe the, these are Jedi. Yeah, like you can... Uh, I got a free stream right here. And it, it really does look a lot like uh, an ancient Jedi symbol. So, here's Riva confronting someone in an alley with a blaster. Like, uh, who could this be? Like, is this Bail Organa? Is this a young Han Solo? I don't, I don't think this is young Han Solo. Because Han Solo, again, is in future things. He wouldn't survive that. This could be Kanan. You know, because we know what, what Kanan's doing around this time period. We know... Like, just who could this be? Like, there, there are so many little things in, in this in this trailer that like just hint at what we're gonna be seeing in, in this show come May twenty fifth. Just little tiny hints at it and I I just really love it. I really, really love it. I am so excited. So here's someone else <gasps> Is this Leia? Is this Leia? I've got a freeze frame, and 
That might be Leia. Now, the main reason I'm saying it's not Leia is because Leia would be the same size as Luke Skywalker at this point. She'd be 10 years old. Um, But I got a freeze framed here and like... Eh, eh. I, don't, I don't know if it's like a 6% chance it's being Leia. Say 6% chance. I, I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm going to throw it out there in case it is Leia. Oh, you know what? No, because I, I saw the, the hair, like, flop. Because I... Because you, you, you keep going... going you, see, you see the hair flop. This is clearly... Um, I want to be certain before I make the statement. This is clearly, like, some... Like, shorter hair. Like... Yeah, I don't think this is lady hair right here. Or, like, at least stereo... Like stereotypical like lady here especially in star wars so uh either a lady with shorter hair or it's a guy with shorter hair yeah see some birds escaping i don't know why they put this in the trailer may well may maybe this is the doves of of peace hope will survive we have this last shot right here of obi-wan this last shot here of, of you and just looking off in the distance and then we hear darth vader's breathing we hear the breathing of darth vader star wars obi-wan kenobi limited series during may 25th so anyone who wanted a season two no no they, this is not a show that needs a a season two like, I, I don't know why anyone thought that the show would get a season two. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, like, regarding Vader, I hope that is the only Darth Vader image that we see in this entire show. I I really do. I hope that's the only Vader image that we see before. Well, sorry, sorry. Not in the entire show, but in, the, in all of the marketing until he's revealed. Which, I don't really think he'll be revealed until episode, like, 3, maybe. Episode 3, episode 4. Just, I want to get some Vader stuff before the finale, please. Like, don't, please don't pull a Marvel right here. Don't pull a Marvel. The, the, the Star Wars shows have done a great, a great job so far of, like, revealing who the main villain is early on. You know? Like, we know who the villain is early on. Like, Cad Bane in Boba Fett. Yeah, Cad Bane is not the main villain of that show. Not the main villain, no. But, yeah, I I just cannot wait to see this show, guys. I, I really can't wait for it. May 25th, can't get here soon enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We'll, we'll be back next Friday with more Star Wars news. Make sure to check out another normal podcast. We're covering X-Men Days of Future Past this weekend. And I'm reviewing The Batman. Because I, I will have now I've seen it twice. I'll now be recording my review of the film. So keep an eye out for that. Alright guys, thank you so, so much for, for listening. I am Drew Gretsch. May the force be with you. Always. I have spoken.